back to the hormesis idea is really the the goal of health is not constant comfort. And so we've got it, you know, and and anybody who goes to the gym knows this. We don't go to the gym and do the same thing over and over again. A lot of people do. They they do. That's true. Yeah. But are they then I would ask you if you're that person, are are you getting is your health fitness improving with that that style of approach? Yeah. And they may or may not know. And we're getting a little bit off the track, but it's okay. They're get it. They may or may not know because they're just in a busy lifestyle and they go de-stress and yeah. run on the treadmill and lift the same weights every other day, but they don't realize. And the term hormesis, we should explain. It's like a bell curve. Yep. When it goes, when you're going up that bell curve, that's good. But as soon as you cross the top and start going down, that's bad. Yeah. So anything could be, you know. I mean, we know that some toxins are good for us. You know, a little bit is good. Yep. Too much will kill us. Yep. Right? Because we need to have our immune response that builds up a lot around that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Agreed. I mean, I think that, again, back hormesis is one of the greatest principles of healing. Yeah. If you just put enough stress on, on the body, it will repair. A question I get a lot is, well, um, if I have adrenal fatigue, how can I fast? I'm hypoglycemic. I'm exhausted. And so in the book, I have a protocol for that where I show just a little bit tiptoeing yourself into fasting where we're just putting a little bit of a stressor on it um, actually will repair the the adrenal, uh, the HPA access uh-huh. because the body has no choice. It's right. going, you just give it a little bit of stress and it's going to do what it needs to do. Yeah. So it's a constant stress, like the pedal to the metal. That's that right. Us. And that's exactly uh, really to the point for somebody to understand hormesis is when you're going a hundred percent of the time, all the time, there's no change your body will burn out. That's right. Uh, that's why you want to, you know, work out a muscle quickly and then relax it or, and that, and that's why we call in fasting feast and famine cycles. That's right. The complete hundred percent polar different things, but that is what hormesis is. You do one thing and then you do another. Again, in the female body, you have first an estrogen surge followed by progesterone surge. Those are changes the seasons are changes. Our ancestors that you were talking about, they ate with the seasons. That's right. You know, and our body needs that. And yeah. we need to learn. Um, I, I think Dr. Pompa says the average person eats eight foods. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So then that's an interesting concept. And um, in the book, I have a whole section on how to specifically break your fast. And yeah. a large part about it is uh, your microbiome. Yeah. When we eat the same six foods, eight foods, mm-hmm. 10 foods over and over again, we feed only a certain amount of bacteria. So when you go into a fasted state, you actually are changing the train in the gut. You're making it a, a better environment um, for a good bacteria. But if you go back to those same eight foods mm-hmm. over and over and over again, you're only repopulating a certain amount of, of bacteria. And you have trillions of bacteria, thousands of different species that will serve you in different ways. Yeah. So you'll see in the book, there's a lot of variation of different food styles, different ways to break your fast. Because what I'm trying to do is come at the microbiome from a different, from as many different angles as we can. Yeah, and that's hormesis. Right. Exactly. There you that. go. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio.